0: Top of the morning. Top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. <coughs> today is Wednesday. Before we get started today, I want to invite you out tonight. Listen, it's going to be a hot topic all month. We are dealing with the topic of dating and relationships. Dating and relationships at empowering the blended family. You want to meet us out on Wednesday tonight at 7 o'clock. The address is 7714 Grand River. It's going to be skits. It's going to be uh, role plays. We're going to have statistics, up-to-date stuff from all the major dating sites, all this kind of stuff. Uh, Just things that people are actively involved in right now. So we want to help you out in that particular um, area. So meet us out tonight at 7 o'clock at Empowering the Blended Family. Again, the address is 7714 Grand River. Uh, Just for the next few moments, And this is what God has placed in my spirit. We are in the season of birthing. We are absolutely in the season of birthing. What God has given given me for this season, God has spoke to my spirit. And God said to me, son, I want you to tell the people of God that Isaac is coming. I want you to tell the people of God that my original intent for their lives will be seen in this season. No matter what you have in this season, it's very important to be thankful. The Bible says it like this. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 16, 17, and 18. Verse number 16 says, rejoice evermore. Verse number 17 says, pray <coughs> pray without ceasing. And verse number 18 says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning those who are in Christ Jesus. How do I get into the will of God. How do I position myself to please God? Just be thankful. How do I position myself to please God and to be in his will? Just be thankful. Not because of it, but the Bible says in everything, give thanks. Wants this. It may not be what somebody else has, but it is what God has given you. Uh, The children that God has given you, they are your children. The family that God has given you, they are your family. And no matter how people look at what you have, whether it's your family, whether it's where you live, watch this. The apartment that you live in may not be a uh, five-bedroom, 3,500-square-foot house, but it is your apartment, and it is what God gave you. I want to say this to the people of God. Promise, and I'm at a red light, promise comes in seed form. Promise comes in seed form. When God gives you a promise, it comes in the form of his word. When, when God gives you a promise, it comes in the form of his word. And that word is to take root into your heart. Mark chapter 4, verse number 14. The sower, he sows the word. And then there's opposition. Satan comes immediately. But the the word and a promise comes in seed form. Look at our Savior, Jesus the Christ. He came in a seed form. Him. When he got into the earth, he had to be a seed. He had to come through the womb of a woman. Every promise, any level of manifestation, it has to come through a seed. It has to follow the law of reciprocity. Genesis 8 and 22. While the earth remaineth, there will be seed time and harvest cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease to exist. It may not be much in your eyes, but it's what God gave me. The apartment God has given you, the family God uh, has given you, the gifting, the, God, the gifting that God has given you. You don't have to compare what God has given you to somebody else for it to be impactful. It's what God has given me. The Bible says it like this, and we're going to get into our text, and I promise you, I'm going to let you go. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, right at verse number 10, Says, don't despise the day of small of small things. A seed is small. D- don't despise what is in your hand. D- don't despise what God has, has given you. D- don't despise the day of small things. See, we are in a season, and in the season of birthing, when things are manifest at times, we, they were looking for a king that was going to come and have a crown and be on a white horse and all that. But he he rode on something small. Don't despise the day of small things. He, he came riding in on a donkey. But he was still impactful. And those who could see him properly. And those who could see what God was doing could say Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. See, because they, they understood what God was sending. It, it didn't seem like much. Jesus didn't seem like much to others. But to those who could discern, those who could discern who he was, they recognize him as Hosanna. You have to be able to recognize what God, oh God, I sense his presence. You have to be able to recognize what God is bringing and manifesting in your life in this season. And don't despise it. Let's get to the text. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 21, and I want to prophesy to you that Isaac is coming. God's original intent. I don't care how long it has been since you've seen levels of manifestation. Isaac is coming. What God intended for your life since the beginning will be seen and manifest in this season. The Bible says that finally, Sarah, after many, many years of waiting, Abraham was 75 when he got the promise. Isaac is not born until Abraham is a hundred twenty-five years. Imagine waiting. I am at a red light. Imagine waiting on something for twenty-five years, and when it finally comes, it comes in the form of a small, fragile baby. But it's yours. What's yours today? What What is God giving you to care for? See, your promise requires care. When God manifests. What he has spake concerning your life, it's going to require your care, your supervision, your stewardship. The Bible says that Sarah was so excited about what God had birthed. It was small, but the Bible says Sarah fed that which was small. She, she fed Isaac and Isaac sucked the milk from her breast. You you got to feed what God gives you. You got to feed your faith. You got to feed your expectation with the word of God. When you see what God has done, when when something is manifest that it was God's intent to do this in your life. See, Abraham having a son and Sarah having a son was God's intent for their lives. That's what he wanted. He wanted them to produce a son. He wanted them to be, to have many children and to be a great nation. So, you are what's this it's not on you it's not it's not even on you as it relates to what god has invested in you it's not on you to make the promise it's just on you to care for the promise i don't have to make the promise i don't have to try to establish things in my own strength see abraham and we know he got in trouble trying to do things in his own strength but now the promise isaac is here Isaac is manifest and she gets to suck. She gets to give Isaac that which is fresh. She gets to care for the promise. But the promise is small. And the promise needs to be handled with care. Watch this. The Bible says that at this time, Ishmael begins to mock because she's in her time. Watch this. The Bible says it was like a baby shower. That Abraham, they had all gathered and they were celebrating. They were celebrating because Isaac Was being weaned. And Isaac was being weaned. And in this process. The Bible says Ishmael began to mock the promise. And it was at that point. That Sarah said enough is enough. I will not allow anybody. To make small. What God has done in my life. It's big in my eyes. It's it's big. I know it don't look like much. To you. But at my age and stage. In life. I shouldn't even be thinking about producing. And the fact that I am producing, I will not allow anything to coexist with me as I cultivate an environment to feed my promise, as I cultivate an environment to feed what God has put in me, and as I celebrate. See, it's all right to be thankful for what God has done in your life. And when things are in your life that cannot appreciate what God is doing, there are times, not in every case, but there are times that a shift has to be made. Sarah says, I, I'm in a season of just being thankful. I don't have time for this. Look at your life today. Look at what God is doing in your life today and celebrate what is being manifest. Celebrate the successes. Celebrate what you do have. Uh, appreciate what God has given. I'm going to give you this text and I'm going to let you go. The Bible says, and I want you to read it in your leisure. I want you to, it'll help you. Ezra chapter 3, it is a parallel to Zechariah 4 with the foundation of the temple being laid. What do you do when, when, when you are in a season of manifestation and Isaac is coming? What do you do when you are in a season that God is performing his word? Be mindful of unhealthy comparisons. When God is manifesting his word in your life. When God is doing what he's doing in your life. The Bible says that the foundation of the temple had not yet been laid. Uh, Ezra chapter 3 verses 1 through 13. uh, It hadn't been laid yet. But the Bible says that when the foundation was laid. They begin to sing the Psalms of David. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. You got to take a praise break for what God is doing in your life. You got to take a moment and say thank you for what you are establishing in my life. Thank you for the relationships that I have. Thank you for the support system. Thank you for what left. Thank you for what remained. Thank you for what I had to kill. Thank you for what you healed. The Bible says that they said, based on what has been laid, we're going to praise him like David. We're going to Be thankful for the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. The Bible says at this point, there is a distinction of praise and thanksgiving. The Bible says, verse 12 and verse 13, Ezra chapter 3, that when the foundation, when the promise was being manifest, when the foundation was laid in the days of Zerubbabel, the Bible says that the, the, the young men begin to praise. The young men begin to be thankful. The, the young man begin to say, Lord, I appreciate what you're doing in this season. And, and the Bible says that was their expression. And then the Bible says that the old man begin to weep because they had seen what God had done before. And because they had seen what God had done before, they understood that this is not as big as that. But watch this. At no point in the text did the Bible say that the young man said to the old man, stop weeping. At no point in the text did the old man say it to the young man, uh, stop being thankful. See, however you express your gratitude, the Bible says the noise could not be deserved. The, the noise could not be uh, discerned. They didn't know whether the people were happy or uh, Sad. See, There is a divide even in praise and in thanksgiving. Uh, Well, you shouldn't just cry. You shouldn't weep. You know, the Bible says there's a blessing in weeping. There's a blessing in being uh, broken. Psalms 51, 17. uh, the The sacrifices of God are a broken heart and a contrite spirit. So even when God does what he does, sometimes in the season of manifestation, you are broken. Sometimes when God does what he does in your life, your expression of praise is a level of brokenness in your heart. And then sometimes because of what you've seen and you've never seen this before, you are just thankful. No matter where you are in your life, if you're sowing in tears, no matter if you're reaping in joy, no matter where you are in this life and in this season of your life, I want to prophesy and tell you that manifestation, God's original intent for your life is going to be seen. And I want to encourage you today. Be thankful for what you do have. It may not be what somebody else has, but it's what God has given you, your family, your children, your job, the mind that you have. God has given you something. And like Sarah, don't allow anybody to mock your promise. Don't allow anything to mock what God has birthed. I carried this thing. I waited on this to happen in my life. And I refuse to let anybody to discount what God is doing in my life. Today, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we take this time and we say thank you for everything you have done. Thank you for all that you've done in the lives of your people. Thank you, God, for every dime, for every dollar. Thank you for any level of relationship, God. Thank you for the things that left. Thank you for the things that stayed, God. Thank you. In everything, we give you thanks. We give you praise today. In everything, we make a decision that you're good in this, you're good in that, and there's never been a time, God, that you've not been good to us. Your intent, you are sovereign, and we yield ourselves to whatever serves your good pleasure as sovereign. God, and as we progress throughout this day, this week, God, it might not be much in the eyes of others, but it's what you gave us. It's the oil that we have in our house. And we thank you. We can live on what you gave us. We can can live on what you gave us. Strengthen the hands of your people to pour out what you gave them. God, strengthen the hands of your people and give your people even an oil of joy today. Give your people an all of joy today. Oh, time out. Oh, call for any spirit that is heavy. Give your people an all of joy. And we'll be so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Pastor Richie. I love you dearly. I'm praying for you. I want you to meet us out tonight at Empowering the Blended Family at 7 o'clock. The address is 7714 Grand River. We're going to be dealing with dating and relationships. But I want you to say this with me. And this is my perspective on life. Life. You are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today, no matter what you do today, I want you to keep it kind. God bless you. We will talk again later.